Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You are appreciated. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program, providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. Each and every week, we discuss important issues such as how to remain independent in your own home, how to find the right senior care community, how to pay for the high cost of senior care, and legal issues involving elder law and estate planning. We also discuss senior-related health issues and how to care for the caregiver. As always, if you have a question, you can reach us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. You can also visit online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. All right, here we go. I have had it with some of these media reports. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a consumer alert. Consumer alert. All right. So here, <laughs> I'm a little bit fired up about this. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I am done with it. I am tired of it. I want to defend our senior care communities that seem to be constantly under attack by the media. This is just ridiculous. I think it could be just to stir the pot. It can. It's an easy target, as I've visited with some of my friends, uh, low-hanging fruit, if you will. It's an easy target to get uh, you know, people riled up and stirred up and fired up and get the emotions going and increase their ratings or whatever it is, but I am done with it. The media seems to want to make villains out of people working in assisted living communities, memory care communities, and long-term care communities. And when in reality, they should be praising the efforts of the staff 
working in all senior care communities. Do you have any idea what these staff members have to endure just to work, just, just to go to work and care for our elderly loved ones? They get temperature checks multiple times per day. I, I'm surprised they don't get frisked, <laughs> right? When they come in and, and clock in, they get uh, multiple COVID-19 tests. And, you know, and, and these things are happening, you know, more and more frequently as they should. I mean, but, but this is, we never had to do any of this prior to that. So this is a lot more than maybe some staff really originally signed up uh, for uh, they have to wear protective gear, you know, the PPE all day long. They have to change their masks, their gloves. Uh, sometimes we're wearing gowns. We have face shields. I mean, they have to change this stuff. Uh, you you leave one residence room and then you have to completely change all of that. You have to doff that. You have to don a new set of PPE to go in and check on and care for the next resident that you're caring for. These, trust me, trust me. These people are going way above and beyond the call of duty to keep our elderly loved ones safe. So why is it that nurses and other staff members working in hospitals are praised and held in high regard while the very same type of staff, the very same, we, we have nurses, we have other staff members working in senior care communities are not praised and not held in high regard. Why is that? Just think about it. Nurses are nurses and they care for people. Why are some nurses working in some areas praised and called heroes and some nurses working in other areas not praised, and they're vilified. I am done with it. This is not fair. I want to bring some balance to this type of reporting. Now, let's, let's also be honest about this. Did a few senior care communities do a good enough job early on? No. The answer is no. They did not. They didn't. They didn't do a good enough job, and they're paying for it. Uh, unfortunately, people have died because of this. It's a terrible, terrible situation. So let's acknowledge that, too. Okay, let's be fair about this. But I can assure you the vast majority of places of senior care communities are absolutely bending over backwards, doing literally everything they can to keep their residents safe. Some staff, and this you talk about going above and beyond, some staff who would normally work maybe at two or three different places, maybe two or three different jobs, they're being asked to not work at some of these other facilities just to reduce their exposure and keep the residents of that particular facility safe. And, and, and guess what? The, most staff members are doing that. They are literally taking an income reduction in the spirit of keeping residents safe. How many people listening to this broadcast right now are doing that or willing to do that? These people are heroes. They're not villains. They're not the bad guys. They are heroes. 
And the nursing homes are not receiving hospital referrals for skilled uh, nursing and rehab. Uh, so their revenue is down. Uh, their admissions are down, meaning that their revenue down, uh, the revenue is down. The costs are way, way higher now because of all these added procedures and the PPE cost, hiring extra staff. They're financially hurting just as much as any other business out there. They are hurting, but yet they're vilified. Now, earlier this week, this one really got me fired up and this really, quite frankly, triggered this, uh, this consumer alert. Earlier this week, it was reported that another nursing home here in the Kansas City area was considered a hotspot where there was an outbreak. And I know this place. And I know they were doing and they did all that literally could be done to not allow COVID-19 into their building. But guess what? It got in anyway. We should be applauding them, not throwing them under the bus. But when I read this story, it, it broke my heart because I know many of the staff there and I, no one, no one cares about their residents more than the people working in this particular facility that, uh, that is now the site of an outbreak. It's it's a it's a tough story. It was very tough to read, and and I just I feel terrible because they are literally doing, literally everything everything that could be done, and it still got in. Now here's part of what got me really fired up in this story. They just made several little jabs at this facility. By the way, this particular facility. Medicare five-star rated facility, and they earned every bit of those five stars, and they deserve every star on their rating. This is a good place. But they took several shots at them. They mentioned, oh, yeah, and they had musicians in to play for the residents. Now, as I was reading that story in context, they were implying that they let musicians in, enter the building. But they didn't go on to explain. Do you know what really happened? You know what the musicians really did? And guess what? I know some of these musicians personally. They volunteered, gave of their own personal time, and they set up outside of the building, away from the building, outside, and they pointed their speakers toward the building. And people and, and residents in their room could open the window and hear them singing music to them and playing music to them. They didn't let people inside of the building they were playing their music outside. Do you think this news media outlet, do you think they explained that? No, they did not. They also blasted the cost. They, they implied, oh, these things are so expensive. You'd think they'd do a better job. Do you have any clue how much money it takes to run one of these senior care communities? These people have no clue, not a single clue about any of this. Can you tell I'm fired up? <laughs> so, look, instead of thinking negatively about senior care communities, let's applaud them for the heroes they really are. Let's support them and not tear them down and make them out to be the bad guys. Shame on you, mainstream media. Shame on you. Proceed with caution. This has been a Consumer Alert, brought to you by Senior Care Live.
All right. If I hear one more of these, <laughs> if I if I read one more of these, just blasting a great place, I I might just lose my mind. I I don't know. It's it's driving me crazy. And and some of the reporting is justified, absolutely justified, and it's well earned because some of the places did not do a good job early on. But the vast majority of the places are are they are taking all the precautions. And, uh, and it's the bugs still getting in there. So let's support them, not tear them down. All right, let's move on to the Senior Care Live question of the week. The assisted living level of care offers skilled nursing and rehab services. Is that statement true or false? We'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super easy to do. Go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the Listen Live button or the big microphone right there on the homepage. Give it a few seconds to connect, and it'll start streaming to your phone, tablet, your computer, whatever you have. It really is that easy. And don't forget to check us out on radio.com. Just download the app and favorite Talk 980 as your station, and you can carry us along with you um, every day and anywhere, uh, anywhere that you go. It's a pretty cool app, so check that out as well. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. The assisted living level of care offers skilled nursing and rehab services. Is this statement true or false? And the answer is false. The answer is false. So skilled nursing and rehab is a very, uh, very specific, not level of care. It's a type of care that is offered at the long-term care, also known as the nursing home, level of care. How about that? That gets confusing, doesn't it? (laughs) I'm constantly talking about these things and reviewing these things on the radio program. I would say the listenership of Senior Care Live is, is way more educated than the general public on this stuff because you pay attention, you're getting good information, and you learn each and every time that you listen to this program. It's something I'm really, really proud of. All right. So now that I've ranted and raved and uh, yelled and <laughs> now I, I did my best to not uh, not swear and and I accomplished that. So I hopefully I'll get a gold star for that. Uh, but uh, I'm 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 really really tired of all the negative coverage and uh, we're going to move on from that. But hopefully I just wanted to put a little bit of balance out there in the world. So all right. So. The number one question, most frequently asked question that I've been asked since 2002. That's a long time. (laughs) You know what that question is? Steve, 
when is the right time to move from our home to a senior care community? When do you move? How do you know when you need to move? Because we don't want to move too soon. We don't want to move too late. We'd like to try to get that right. All right, so that's a great question. So I want to review when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. And sometimes it's really, really obvious, just just black and white. Mom's been living at home. She fell. She had a fracture. She had to have surgery. She had to go to skilled nursing and rehab, and she's not going to be able to come home and, and function independently any longer. Uh, you know, you, you hear that sort of thing. Um, and there, there are a lot of examples of just very clear cut, you know, when it's time. A lot of times, you know, when it's time because you've waited too long. <laughs> a lot of people say, well, just what's the short answer? I would say move sooner than you think you need to. And you still might be a little late. Move sooner than you need to, th- than you think you need to. Um, in general, uh, that won't let you down. Uh, but let's talk about this. So I-, I like to say that the following things should trigger the conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. And here we go. Here's the number one reason, uh, some type of a safety concern. When it is no longer safe to live at home. Now, some of these safety issues are pretty obvious. Some of them not very obvious at all. So I'll give you a few examples. And this one may be way, way below the surface, but uh, is your elderly loved one falling victim to financial abuse? That, that is a safety issue, not a physical safety issue. One of my very first clients said that her mom wrote uh, this, uh, this con artist, this scammer, a $1,000 check for roofing supplies, and he'd be back the next day to fix all the neighbor's roofs. You know, it was like the morning after a storm. And, uh, of course, she wrote him the check. Of course, you know, he never came back. He cashed it. He got away with it. And uh, so just falling victim to financial abuse. Number two, this may be the most common one, leaving the stovetop burners on. Boy, I've heard some stories about that. (laughs) One lady uh, said, (laughs) and this isn't funny. I mean, it's, it's comical, but they were... They laughed about it, and then they were kind of freaked out about it. But they were—they they said, "Yeah, we have cameras in in mom's uh, home that we can check in on her and talk to her frequently. You know, throughout the day, we check on her anytime. Just make sure she hasn't fallen and all those sort of things. So, it was a reasonable thing to do. And uh, one of the cameras seemed to pick up some like some smoke, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" And they only lived a couple of blocks away, very close. But uh, they went to a different camera. And mom had cognitive issues and didn't understand uh, that when you open the can of chili, the Hormel chili, and you want to heat that up, you need to have your pan on the stovetop, and then you pour the chili in the pan. Well, she had turned on the burner, forgot the pan, and poured out the chili right onto the hot burner. Now, it was just steaming and smoking and charring. Uh, I doubt if that would have caught on fire because it's, it's, it's kind of wet. You know, it's a 
chilly, <laughs> but 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 the bottom line is it could have been anything that was set on the stovetop burner uh, that could have caught fire. So uh, that's an easy one to remedy. If it's gas, you can turn off the gas to the stove. Um, if it's electric, it's even easier. You can unplug the thing or you could flip the breaker in the breaker box in the basement or wherever it is uh, and turn the power off to the stove. So that's a pretty easy one to fix, but that's that's a major safety risk many, many times in homes. Uh, wandering away and can't find your way back home. So I don't know how many times I'm on Facebook and I see a silver alert. And a silver alert is an alert that an elderly uh, individual uh, is lost. They left their home either on foot or by car and they haven't been seen for a while. They may be in danger. Um, and usually, I would say way more often than not, these things end up with a happy ending. Sometimes they don't. So wandering away and can't find your way back home. Uh, not taking your medications on time or maybe not taking your medications at all. That one's a little under the surface, not readily apparent, but taking your medications that and taking them properly and on time, that's a big, big, huge deal. All right. And then, so, and, and that's, that's a safety issue for sure. Uh, and, and then uh, injured at home, frequent falls, uh, frequent hospitalizations, you know, multiple hospitalizations over the last few months. Uh, those are all would fall into that category. And there are a lot of other uh, issues as well that, uh, you know, examples I could share, uh, but I'll just share these today. But when should you consider moving from your home to a senior care community? The number one issue that should trigger that conversation to figure out your timing when it's no longer safe to live at home. And after the break, I'm going to have some other things that should trigger that conversation. Again, when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. I'll be back with more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with someone else or Maybe you just want to go back and hear it again. No worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. Uh, they're in chronological order. So, for example, today's program will be turned into a podcast. It'll be uploaded to our website and usually available, you know, like the Monday or the Tuesday after the program airs. So, feel free to help yourself with that. All right, back to the most common, commonly asked question that I've had operating senior care consulting over 
the past, oh my goodness, almost 18 years now. <laughs> August will be 18 years. That kind of blows me away. Uh, but uh, the most common question, when should we consider moving from home to a senior care community? I gave several examples of that in the last segment, and it is when it is no longer safe to live at home. So number two, this is a really close number two. It might even be a 1A. It's that important. And listen up. This is, this is going to hit a nerve with a lot of people. When the caregiver's health begins to decline, you need to run, not walk. You need to have this conversation now. When the health and well-being of the caregiver begin to decline. We're talking about your mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and of course, your physical health. Look, stress is a powerful force. I've been operating senior care consulting for, you know, over 17 years going up on, you know, coming up on 18 years. I have seen so many things and some of them are not, not pleasant at all. Um, I have seen a stressed out caregiver that's gone way further than they ever should have gone, way further. They, they love their spouse so much. They put all of their own personal needs last. They just they put their doctor's checkup on the back burner. Oh, I'll, I'll get to that one of these days. They stop going to church. They stop socializing with their friends because they're, they're all in, 100%. They love this person so much that they literally pour all of their effort and all of their being and all of their love out for this person to the detriment of themselves. And guess what I've seen many times over the last almost 18 years? I have seen... The caregiver die. The caregiver pass away prior to the person they're caring for because they didn't take care of themselves. They didn't ask for help. Or if they didn't, if they did ask for help, maybe they should have asked for that sooner. They put their own needs second or last, or they just suspended everything they had to do with them. That is not a good idea. I understand how you can do that. I that's that would be very easy to do. But when we get on the when we get on the jet, get ready to fly somewhere, and you have the flight attendant giving you all the instructions, what what's the one thing they always say? In the event of turbulence or other issues, the oxygen masks will fall from the compartment above your head. Put your oxygen mask on first, and then you can put the oxygen mask on those around you. People, maybe children or older, you know, elderly people that, that may need help getting that mask on. But what they're saying is take care of yourself first so that you can take care of those around you. And it's the same principle here. You got to have breaks. You, you got to have a, a respite. You got to have other people coming in, providing you a break and providing some of the care, whether that is friends and family caregiver, uh, you know, 
It's exactly like it sounds, friends and family, or whether it's a paid caregiver through a home care company, like our friends over at Home Care Assistance Kansas City, right? You got to have some help. Don't stress yourself out so badly for so long that you, you die of a heart attack or stroke or some of these other issues that have happened to so many people that I've seen over the years. It is heartbreaking. If you don't take care of yourself, guess what? You just defeated the purpose. Now you're not here to take care of the person that you love so much. Don't do it. Don't do it. Take care of yourself. All right. So you should consider moving from your home to a senior care community when it's no longer safe to live at home. Number two, or maybe a 1A, when the caregiver's health begins to decline, uh, you that, that needs to trigger that conversation right away. Number three, when the cost of in-home care becomes too expensive, it just, just may come down to a, a financially driven decision. Now, I'm a huge, huge proponent and supporter of home care. I, I think it's it's one of the one of the greatest services available, particularly uh, you know obviously in this type of a situation. And a lot of times, people can get enough help by having a home care company come in. You know, maybe four hours a day, three times a week, eight hours a day, every day, you know, whatever it is. But when need increases to 24-hour in-home assistance, that can get really expensive, and that may be cost prohibitive for a lot of people. So moving to a senior care community might cost you know half of what it would cost to stay at home. And maybe financially, that just makes more sense. So it just may become a, a, a financially driven decision And again, that should trigger that conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. Last but not least, when the care that you provide is just not enough, you're doing all you can do, but the person you're caring for, their care needs just keep escalating and escalating and they need more and more and more care. And if you just can't keep up, Let's ask the question, why not consider changing your role from the caregiver, the hands-on caregiver, to the care manager? What is it? What do you mean, Steve? Let's, together, we can go out, let's find a great senior care community, the right fit, the best fit, at the right level of care, the right type of care with the right payment methods and the right location, offering and meeting all of our personal preferences and needs. Let's go out and find a great place. And guess what? Contrary to what you will hear from the media, we have some excellent, excellent senior care communities in the Kansas City area and and beyond the extended area. I know because I evaluate them Every single day of my life. That's my job with senior care consulting. Are there some bad ones? Oh, yeah, you bet. There are some, there's some poorly run operations out there. We won't go anywhere near them. 
Are there some excellent ones? Absolutely. You bet. And those are the ones we're interested in. Let's find a great senior care community and let them provide the heavy lifting, the literal hands-on care. And then you can then transition away from that caregiver role back to your traditional role of the loving husband, of the loving wife, of the loving son or daughter, of the loving grandchild, in my case, the loving neighbor, the loving friend. And now your role is to manage their care, not provide it. Your role is to be an advocate for your loved one. Make sure they're receiving all of the great care and all the great support that they deserve and watch over them and speak for them and be there for them and check in on them. And if there are any issues, speak up for them and correct them. Make sure they're getting their medication on time. Make sure they're getting every single thing that they need and become the care manager or this person's care advocate. Does that make sense? All right. So one more quick review, when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. Number one, when it is no longer safe to live at home, we have some sort of a safety issue. Number two, when the caregiver's health and well-being is in decline. And that's a very, as I mentioned before, it's a very close number two, maybe even a 1A. All right, number three, when the cost of in-home care and other supportive services like lawn care and all these other things, when all of that becomes just cost prohibitive, it may be a financially driven decision. It's time to consider moving from your home to senior care community. And then last but not least, if you just can't provide enough care, It's time to have that conversation to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. And right after the break, I'm going to have more information to get you started on your search. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. All right. So we spent a fair amount of time talking about when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. And now if you've made the decision, yes, it is time uh, that we start our search, okay? And I, I am terrible about mentioning my own <laughs> mentioning my own company on here. <laughs> if you need help with this, you can just call Senior Care Consulting, and we can walk you through this very simply, very very easily, and uh, we ju- we just make the whole process 
very convenient. Uh, even though it's a very, very difficult process, there's no doubt about that. We're not, uh, um, you know, underreporting that at all. This is a very difficult process, but you know, we, we can we can make it. Uh, um, you know, pretty simple. It's it's never easy, but we we can make it very simple, very straightforward, and save you a ridiculous amount of time and provide you an incredible amount of confidence in your choices. But you know what? A lot of people do this on their own, and they then there's nothing wrong with that either. So, what should you determine prior to your search? Don't just say, "All right, yeah, we're ready to move." And, oh, yeah, there's this place, you know, right down the street from where I work, and I'll just drive by that tomorrow and pop by and, and kind of visit with those guys a little bit. And, oh, yeah, we, we know this one place that was just built. They just opened up, and we'll just stop by and chat with those folks. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's what I call the shotgun approach. You are wasting your time. <laughs> if you do that enough and you talk to enough places, you, you might figure it out. But let, let me say the average family will spend 50 to 100 hours if they're trying to do their homework and they're trying to get it right, 50 to 100 hours. And most of the time, they, they still don't have confidence in the decisions that they're making. So let me save you a ton of time right here. What to determine before your search. First of all, you need to know what level of care what is the level of care that is right for you or your loved one? Well, what do you mean, Steve? I, I just, I need some care. Okay, well, we need to define that care. I call it the level of care, and that is related, in my mind, that's related to the licensure. So, all of these places providing care are licensed by the state that they are in. So, they're licensed in Kansas or Missouri or in Tennessee, or I'm, you know, we're listened to uh, by by people all over the country. So, in your state, all of these care communities, senior care communities, are licensed by the state. So, we have long term care, uh, also known as a nursing home. That is a level of care. We have assisted living. That's another level of care. Residential care. Now, uh, for Kansas and Missouri, Kansas calls it a residential care facility (RCF). Missouri had to go and break it down into RCF one and two and make it more uh, more complex. I, I don't know. I don't know why you have to do that. Uh, also, <laughs> and I'm not beating up on Missouri. I just don't understand it. Uh, also, let me back up. In assisted living in Kansas, assisted living is just assisted living. Uh, in Missouri, we have assisted living option one and assisted living option two. Okay. So, making something complex even way more complex, thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, but, but that's, this is what you are getting ready to deal with when you wade out into this new journey on your own. If you use senior care consulting, we take care of all this for you. And uh, we earn every penny uh, of, our flat, of our reasonable flat fee for service, I'll tell you that. Uh, but you have long-term care, assisted living, residential care. You have Home Plus. Uh, is that the right level of care for you or your loved one? You also have an intermediate care facility, an ICF. Well, what is that, Steve? Well, that's another level of care related to its licensure. Once you determine your level of care, then, and this is really important, then you have to understand what type of care you need. Okay, well, what are you talking about, Steve? 
<laughs> well, the type of care could be, I just break it down like this. Very simply, general care, just everyday, general, everyday, good old care. General care is what I call it. Then you have memory care. And memory care is a special type of care for a resident with cognitive impairment, such as Alzheimer's, one of the many forms of dementia. The cognitive impairment could have been caused by a stroke uh, or Parkinson's. There are a lot of reasons for cognitive impairment. Um, uh, a resident that might need memory care. Okay, you have skilled nursing and rehab. That's a very specific type of care. As we learned by our Senior Care Live question of the week, that is not offered at the assisted living level of care. It's offered at the long-term care, also known as a nursing home, level of care. And then you have mental health care, you have hospice care, you have respite care, and some of these types of care can be offered at different levels of care. Sound complex? Well, that's because it is. And that's why so many people rely on senior care consulting to help them through this whole mess. It can be quite a mess. Uh, we, we make it very, very simple for our clients. Number three, how are you going to pay for it? Payment method. So what payment method will you need to pay for your care? So if you hear the term private pay, that means that you're writing a check. You're paying for your care from your own resources. So that's private pay. You have Medicare. Medicare pays very specifically for uh, skilled nursing and rehab services after hospitalization. It also pays for hospice care. Uh, it pays for some very specific uh, uh, you know, types of care at very specific levels of care. But met, let, hear this loudly and clearly. Medicare will not pay for your long-term and ongoing stay at a senior care community. That's not what that's for. You also have the Medicaid program, which is the safety net. I like to call this safety net. It says if you should outlive your assets, Medicaid will help you pay for your cost of care. And there are all sorts of uh, issues and, and gotchas and, uh, and gray areas in that one. Uh, so you need to be very, very careful. Uh, and Medicaid may or may not help you pay for your care, but it is a payment method. You also have long-term care. Uh, insurance and the VA aid and attendance benefit. And you also have the location. So we have level of care. You have to know the type of care and the payment methods and then location. We all want to be close. But guess what? The closest one to you usually isn't the best fit. Now, you might get lucky and maybe it is the best fit. Usually it's not. So you need to define your location. How far out are you willing to travel for the best fit and the right fit for your loved one? How you know, you probably don't want to drive, you know, two hours away or even an hour away. Maybe you want to say, okay, if it's within, you know, uh, 30 minutes of me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do that. So you, you have to set those, those parameters and then any personal preferences and needs that are important to your loved one that absolutely need to be met. You need to define all of these things before ever even thinking about doing a search. And so hopefully that just saved you a mountain of time. You will be doing yourself a huge favor if you determine your level of care, your type of care, your payment methods, location, and personal preferences and needs. And if you need help with that, say to heck with that. We're not doing that. We're calling Senior Care Consulting. <laughs> we can be reached at 913-945-2800. 
1-800 or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t